0: what's the first thing you do when you take on a new leadership role so this could be like you're joining a new company you get promoted inside your existing organization your role is expanded and now you've got a bigger team new people on that team at least new to you it could be a church it could be in a community group it could be anywhere what's the very first thing you do when you're in that new role oh my gosh i thought more people understood this And I just had an experience that made me think, okay, I got to do a quick episode about it. This is the class your business school didn't offer. It's the training your employer still hasn't provided. How do leaders like us get people to do what we need them to do so we can grow our results and live the life we desire? That's the question, right? This podcast contains the answers. I am Russ Hill and welcome to Culture Hacks. Okay. So I'm actually sitting in my truck outside of our church. It's a weeknight. One of my sons is inside. He's got an appointment tonight. And so I've got just a few minutes and I thought, you know what? I need to to pull out my phone and and record a quick episode because of this experience I just had. And I've got to help more leaders not fall into this trap. It's so damaging to us. When we're, we're a leader who's taking on a new team or our role is expanded, and I more people need to know this. And I and I I just I had another experience where I realized, okay, even seasoned leaders, a lot of seasoned leaders don't even get this, and they've they've got to be they've got to have a line of sight to it. So, quick story. When our family moved to Phoenix, where I live now, the Phoenix area, we were living up in Utah at the time and our company, the company I worked for, uh, had bought a group of radio stations in in, in several cities, primarily on the in, in the Western US. One of the cities they bought radio stations in was uh, Phoenix. And a year into owning these stations, the turnaround project wasn't moving fast enough. And so the company came to me and said, hey, Russ, we think you might be able to have more success in driving this change. Will you you relocate your family to Phoenix and take this on long story short I did and when I when I came to Phoenix I knew walking in on day one of this new role leading this new team I already knew some specific changes that needed to be made like I it was it was obvious some of the changes I needed to make but you've got to be so careful in your first 30, 60, 90 days in a new role, you all, because if you don't play it right, then people are going to resist the changes that you you're making because they don't feel a part of it. So we teach this model with our clients. We call it the Steps to Accountability model. Two parts to it, separated in the middle by the by the line. Just visualize this in your mind. Below the line is the blame game. All the excuses for why we can't achieve a result. Above the line are the steps to accountability. This is where you take accountability. And there are four steps, if you will, above the line. See it, own it, solve it, and do it. See it, own it, solve it, and do it. Those are the four steps to accountability. You've got to be able to see reality. You've got to own your piece of it. You've got to solve, come up with solutions, and you've got to do it. You've got to actually execute on it. And we go into a lot of depth on that um, with our clients, helping them build accountability. But the reason I say that is because so many leaders go into solve it mode and skip see it. And when you as my boss skip the see it step, you cannot expect me to take any level of ownership of your solutions because they aren't mine. You didn't consult me. You didn't ask my opinion. You didn't seek my input. You just made this decision. You made this change. You came up with this plan, this new policy without involving me at all. So don't expect me to take ownership of it. I wasn't consulted. I wasn't. In- That's your plan. That's your policy. That's your result. It's not mine. I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't involved in it. You, you tracking with me? So when I moved, when I took on this new role in Phoenix, leading these radio stations, it was so critical to the, to my success that the team saw what I was doing as a result of the feedback and insight they gave me. It couldn't be Russ Hill's plan. It had to be our plan, their plan. And it, it had to be built after I got their input. So even though I knew these very specific things that I needed to do, not everything. That turnaround took like three and a half years, four years, before we were fully done. I mean, we started getting momentum quick, and then that, you know, that that just snowballed. But until I could walk away and say, okay, we nailed it. We're, we're where we need to be in the rate. And there's no finish line to success ever, right? But it, I, I felt good saying, okay, we really did turn around these properties from a revenue, ratings, and profit standpoint. That took several years. But I knew some so, – so some of the changes I needed to make in those years weren't obvious to me walking in on day one. Of course, right? But several of them were. So But the first step you have to take when taking on a new leadership role is see it. So what does that look like, right? It's meeting with everyone, everyone. And it doesn't have to, they don't have to be long meetings. Some of them can be very brief. Others need to be long. But I, if you want me to take ownership of your plan, then you, you've you got to give me a say. So here are a couple of things that, that will be conflicting for you and every leader when you're taking on that new role. You want success right away, Like, right? You want to show that you're having an impact as a leader right away. But you've got to manage that at the same time as if you come in and you start making changes that, and, and there are exceptions to this, you all, so just work with me on that. But if if you start making tons of changes on day one or in week one, or start talking about your plan, and you've already got the PowerPoint deck built out, and you've already got, you know it's now time to execute. That is not going to create the right experience for the team you're leading. They're going to go, oh, he he or she already knew things that they were going to do. They, they were they came into this with all kinds of opinions. And so I, I had an experience recently. I won't go into to detail. But um, where I was on the receiving end of this, I was chatting with somebody, somebody who I have a ton of respect for, somebody who I, I I just think very highly of, who has great intentions and they, they wanna do well. And I, I was uh, in a conversation with them, with other people, and they started just shutting down ideas that were being offered to them because it conflicted with the plan that they already had of what they were going to do in this new position. Well, they were—they had been in this position for less than a week, a week, and they've already got a plan. Like, oh no, we can't do that. Sorry, these ideas—I can't really—I I really don't have time to listen to them because I, I've already got this plan and and I'm 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 getting ready to execute. Oh really? So you built a plan and you've never set up a meeting with me. And I'm somebody who's impacted by your your plan and and you so you you really don't need my input. You don't want to know my opinions? You don't need any insight from me. You don't want to know my perspective. You don't need feedback, do you? You've got your plan. you're going to go execute on it. Oh, my gosh, you all. It creates such a bad experience. We can't do that. I've done this. like i've been I've been that leader, right? And so I'm just i'm 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 sharing wisdom gained through scars, through wounds that I have. When you're new to a role, don't go to solve it before you go to see it and see it is meet with everybody, ask their perspective, listen, create this experience. And then after you spent, depending on the size of the team that you're leading, that process might take two days or it might take two months. And uh, and after that process, then you get that team together again, either all together now or individually or in small teams or however that needs to look. And you let them know the plan that you that you've been you're beginning to build because of what you've heard from them. So in other words, it sounds like this. Hey, you all. Thank you so much for your time over the last three weeks. I've met with each of you individually. It's been so valuable to hear your your perspectives and to gain your to, to tap into your wisdom. And I heard several consistent themes. And so what I'm gonna what I'm gonna show you now are a few things that uh, we're gonna do moving forward based off of what you said. Now here's the secret sauce. Here's the little secret, right? Half of those things you're gonna show them now you already knew before you ever talked to them. Maybe 75% of them, maybe 25%. You already could have built this PowerPoint deck. You already could have, could, could have gone through these bullet points because you already knew it coming in. But when you say it that way and you create that kind of experience, people go, oh, he or she got a good look at everything. And, and they're making these they've, – they've made these judgments based on that. That's when people take ownership. Like, oh, Good. But when you do it the other way and you skip, see it. Oh my goodness. That experience I just had, it could not have been more negative for me. It just, and, and it, it you just don't want to do that. Don't do that. When you go into a new role, you're leading people who are new, see it, take time to see it before you jump to solve it. Okay. That is my uh, my quick uh, wisdom that I wanted to share inside. I wanted to share observation based on some experiences that I've had uh, recently. I hope you're all doing well. And, um, and don't forget, if you haven't yet um, rated this podcast, it would be so valuable to me if you just took um, 10 seconds and in whatever app you're listening to it, just click on the, the, usually it's got like five stars or it's got some system. If you just swipe up or swipe over, you'll see a way to rate the uh, podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would just take 10 seconds and do that. If you've got an extra 20 seconds right now, um, sitting in a parking lot waiting for your kid like I, like I am right now, you might even type a sentence or two in um, about what you think about this. That, that helps the uh, podcast apps know what people think about it. And I've done, as I've told you before, a miserable job asking for people to rate this podcast. I hope you're healthy. Hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you in the next episode.